guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Couch cast edition. Okay, guys, we are back on another Friday, ready to answer one of your questions. Kristen has our list. I'm going to pick a number and we will go from there. So the number today is going to be 17. 17. Well, <laughs> Okie dokie. The question is, we yes. have a question and then we have a backstory. Oh, okay. So the question is, how do I move on when I see my ex all the time? Oh, brother. I know. I just, this, this breaks my heart. I have been there. Um, yeah. So she said, I need help moving on and navigating this breakup. Me and my ex recently broke up. We both serve at the same small church. He was the one that broke up with me. And full disclosure, every time I see him, I want to cry been there too it's hard to feel emotionally safe at my own church but i know god's calling me to serve here and so i don't want to leave but i hate how i feel when i see him all the time and it's been a couple months what should i do oh yeah Ugh is right i like my first i just yeah i hate that like in turmoil i am because i've been there and (laughs) what i want to tell her is oh just go somewhere else that's what I want to say because yeah. that's what I would want to do. But I love that she says, I know this is where God wants me. Mm-hmm. And so I think before we get to the practical, let's take it to the theological first. Okay. If God has called you somewhere and you are in his will doing what he wants you to do, where he wants you to do it, he will equip you. He will give you the strength you need to do it. He will be there with you. He, We don't have a savior who isn't acquainted with our struggles who doesn't understand he he understands rejection and grief more than anyone he he understands and so I think you know I would uh, if you're at that place where you're like literally you just want to burst into tears just at the thought of having to go there I think I would make the effort to get there collect your thoughts and I would just sit in your car and pray Lord, I know this is what I need to do. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. One, please help me don't cry. Like, that's okay to pray. That's like, totally that's okay fine. to pray. I have definitely prayed but that. Then give me the strength to do what needs to be done, to do it joyfully, to be kind to this person, to be kind to others, and to serve others and to glorify you in the process. And he is faithful. He wants to do that because that is something that is good and obedient to him. Really good. I'm glad you started with that. That was a nice little like <laughs> remind. Because going through a breakup is one of those times where you feel more alone than any other time. At least for me personally, yeah. you just feel super lonely. And yes, you may have a great support system, and yes, you know, but you just feel alone. And so, like Bethany was saying, just praying and asking the Lord to remind you, Lord, I know you're with me remind me of that. Know that I'm not going in here by myself. I'm not alone. I may be single, but I'm not facing this by myself. Yeah. And there's, he promises to give you peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, he doesn't say, he says, cast or not cast all your, what is it? Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, present your requests to God. He doesn't say he'll take away your problems. He doesn't say that everything's going to be perfect from then on out, but he does say that he will give you peace. Yeah. And that's ultimately, sounds like what she's looking for. Yeah. So I just don't want to cry every time I see him. And I don't want to feel unsafe and like emotionally when it comes to like being, you know, around him constantly. I think this is a great place. It's a small mindset shift, but this is such a great place to really draw near to the Lord 
And if your mindset goes from how am I going to get through this to how can I spend this time getting closer and increasing my dependence on the Lord. And if that's what you're focusing on, I think it will help you to do that even more, to get closer to the Lord, to draw nearer to him. And anything that draws you closer to the Lord and conforms you more to his image increases your sanctification and makes you more holy because you're learning to depend on Jesus more and more is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't feel like it, that is a good thing. And like when God says he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, that purpose is to make him more like Jesus. And so when you can say, Oh Lord, this does not feel good. And I wouldn't want this, but I know that it's good because you're making me more like you. That mindset shift, while subtle, will change everything. It does, because you start to think, you know what, if I can, any good that you can pull from a bad situation is the best thing when it comes to shifting your mind like that, because it's so easy, particularly in breakups, to, this is so terrible, and I hate (laughs) this, and I'm so heartbroken, and yes, all that's true, and it's awful. Breakups are never fun. No. But if you can look back and be like, you know what? yeah, that was terrible, but wow, I grew so much closer to the Lord through that. Or look at what the Lord taught me for this. Or look at what I never would have learned had I not gone (laughs) through this. Just those little bitty things you can grab onto and be like, you know what? Yes, there's good in this. And yes, there's purpose in this. And yeah, the other part of it wasn't fun and it wasn't easy. And I'm still working through it and I'm going to heal from it because the Lord's going to get me through it. I still have this good to hold on to. And even just the smallest little thing can make the biggest difference in that. For sure. But. Okay. Let's think. Let's talk about practicalities here. Um, So Bethany and I have both gone through this. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, I won't get into too much detail, but I dated this guy who was very close with my brother. And my brother and I are very close. And they played on the same sports team. And y'all know I love to go to games and I went to a lot because I was supporting my brother. And it's one of those things where this is a situation here. Yes, she's serving in church. I'm not going to quit going to support my brother because this guy that I am no longer dating is also going to be there. Right. But I saw him three times a week for six months (laughs) and it was like, oh, this is, this is great. But, and it, I will say, and this is the cheesiest line ever. It progressively got easier. But that first little bit was terrible. And you're, I think I broke out in hives and I'm like hyperventilating. I called Melanie in the bathroom and I was like, um, I just need you to calm me down for a minute because I'm being a total girl right now and I just <laughs> need to chill out. But one thing I did, I did keep my distance while I was there. That would be my first thing to say. It's like, if you can, wherever you're running into him, mm-hmm. you don't have to talk to him. You don't have to go walk near him and be around him if you don't have yeah. to. So social distancing before yeah. was a thing. Seriously. <laughs> this might work you to your advantage. You started this whole thing. <laughs> exactly. So if you can, like even if you, you know, you may serve at the same church. Well, try to keep your distance. If it's if it's going to help you, distance yourself as much as you can, even if it's only six feet. But distance <laughs> yourself as much as you can because it will help the more you do that and it's yeah. going to create a healthy boundary yes. not only for you but for him also so there's not this expectation of oh I've got to interact with them because 
I feel like, particularly as Christian women, we feel like, oh, we've got to be nice to everybody, and we have to be friendly, and we have to speak, and we're like, hey, honey, how you doing? I think that's just a Southern thing. <laughs> Maybe a Southern thing. That's very true. But you're not being rude if you don't speak to him. So don't feel like, oh, I have this obligation, like I need to be nice, and I need to... No, you can keep your distance, and it's not rude. So don't think like, oh, I'm going to be a mean person if I don't talk to him. No, you're not. That's just my very blunt yeah. way of saying that. Yeah. So... <laughs> Y'all know when I get blunt, it gets serious. Yes, you can not speak and not be rude. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, not speaking is probably the kind thing to do. Because if you speak and are rude, it ruins the whole thing. That's very so true. So I'm being, I'm, I'm being facetious a little bit. But really, yeah. sometimes not speaking is the kind thing to do. I Yes, I completely agree. So what about you? What's some, what's some I, of your advice? I here? have gone more of the church route with this. Um, and I do go to kind of a smallish church. So I've like, I get, I get her. Yes. <laughs> We're on the same page here. Yes. And so I think one thing that's huge for me, especially at first, whether it's a friend or whatever, keep them with you. <laughs> yep. You know, if you can take the steps you need to, to make sure you're not alone, you don't end up alone accidentally with this guy. That's a huge one to me. Like just, just keep people around. Mm -hmm. Um, that will be very helpful and have a friend with you who is aware of the situation, who can deflect, who can bring up random things, who can change the subject, who can make a joke, who can be like, oh, we have to go do this other thing. Bye. See ya. Kristen's awesome at this, y'all. <laughs> She's fantastic. So I will let her talk more about that. But I, um, that's one that's really helpful to me. Yeah, that's a, I was literally... I had like motioned to Bethany that I wanted to say something. I was like, wait, you go ahead. And she just said exactly what I was thinking. So we we're just on the same page. But yeah, if you can let a friend know when you're going in like, hey, can you just kind of stick with me tonight? Because yeah. I don't want to get put in a position where it's awkward and I'm like with him by myself. Then use that friend as your buffer. Yeah. And y'all, I love being this friend. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest. Like it's almost like a game, which is terrible. But it's like, okay, what excuse do I need to go give to get her out of here? You're like, I'm sorry, we've got to be somewhere. So um, I'm going to need to steal her or whatever, you know. But yeah. I'm being sarcastic, obviously. But have one of those friends that's aware, that's good at kind of keeping things light and keeping a group around or not, you know, making sure that things get... Yeah. Uh, make, make sure things don't get awkward. <laughs> Not making sure things get awkward. You the don't friends need to friend make like things that. awkward. Keep them away for yes, a while. Yeah. You can distance yourself more socially from them. Than yeah. Others. For real. One other thing I would say too is I know she said I'm, I feel strongly that I'm called to serve here and I'm not negating that at all, but it is okay to take a little bit of a break mm -hmm. if you need some distance so that you are able to be present and serve well. That's okay. If you need to take a little bit of a break, not forever, but time does heal in this instance and mm -hmm. not seeing someone constantly to, it's basically like picking at a scab. Yeah. You know, just when it starts to heal up, well, there you are again and now you're bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's okay to take a little bit of time if you need it. Oh, for sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing weak about that. There's nothing, anything. It's okay yeah. to yeah. take a little bit of time to heal and to then jump back in yeah and another thing i don't know she didn't mention this in her um message but if you you know go through this breakup and he is continually still trying to kind of talk and you know even if it's just him being friendly or you know trying to yeah have conversation or whatever 
if that's hard for you, it's okay for you to tell him that and say, hey, I know that you're just trying to be nice or that you're just trying to be friendly, especially if you were friends beforehand and then dated and then whatever. But if you need that space, it's okay for you to say, hey, can we just not talk for a while? Because I'm I'm still going through this. I'm still trying to get over it. And I need that a little bit of a break, like a clean, good break. And I'm not like trying to be mean or harsh or anything. But if you could just give me that space, yeah. I would really appreciate it. I think just talking about boundaries, I think that's a good thing. Depending on the type of breakup. Mm-hmm. If it's a very emotional thing in the moment, it's probably not the time to have this conversation. But I think you do need to set some boundaries. You need to have a conversation and set some boundaries basically to just establishing your new normal. You know, regardless of what things looked like in the past, regardless of how you did things before, it's going to be different. And you need to set some boundaries there, especially it sounds like she was probably not the one who wanted to break up, mm-hmm. which means there are most likely still feelings there on her side. And if you don't set boundaries, then and there, you are going to find yourself not cutting off those feelings because you haven't cut off that that part of the relationship well enough. And so establish that new normal. Establish what it's going to look like, what's okay and what's not, so that when that boundary gets pushed, you can say, you can push back and say, Mm -hmm. no, no, we established this. Um, And yeah, if in the moment of the breakup may not be the time to do that. But I think it is important to circle back to that pretty, pretty soon after and say, Hey, we need to establish a a new normal here. This is not going to be what it always has been. And it's good and right that it's not. Yes. Cause it shouldn't be. Cause the longer it has that, you know, one foot in one foot out kind of feel the more difficult it's going to be for you to move on. And ultimately you do want to move on because as I continue to say, you want to be with somebody who wants to be with you. Yes. So if he doesn't want to be with you anymore, you will eventually want to be with somebody else. And you don't want to keep holding on to him if he d- has not shown that he wants to continue to be with you. Because that's not fair to the future guy either. No, no, not at all. So, but I'm, to the sweet girl who wrote this in, I am so sorry. Yeah, I hate this for for you. We get it and you will get through it. And as cheesy as it sounds, the more time that goes by, the easier it will get. Yes. But just keep, you know, going to the Lord through this and asking him to help you get through it and to give you that strength and that peace and give yourself some distance and boundaries if you need them. So that wraps it up nicely. Okay. Well, guys, we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm-hmm.